Welcome to the Shake Up Podcast. I'm your host, performance coach and life enthusiast, Candace Harvey. Whether you're a business owner, an employee, or none of the above, this Shake Up is for you. In this podcast, I'll be talking about all things human behavior, why people do what they do, but more importantly, why people don't do what they wish they could do. While sharing experiences, expertise, and mindset hacks, all of which helped me move from simply going through the motions to now living a life where I look forward to Monday. Yes, I'm one of those people. My full-time job is to support people, whether one-on-one, groups online, or in corporate workshops, to get themselves out of their own way, throw their excuses in the bin, achieve more, and feel better than ever before. So if you're ready for a shake-up, to learn something new and apply something different to your life that is simple, fun, and feels more like you, then you're in the right place. Before we get started, I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which I record this podcast today, home of the Gubby Gubby people and the Jinnaburra people, whose lands and waters we all now share. And I pay my respects to elders past and present. Hello, welcome back to the Shake Up podcast. I am your host, Candace Harvey, and today's episode is called The Girl Who Liked Yellow, Then Didn't Anymore. So this episode is, you'll be happy to know, it's more than just changing your favorite color. (laughs) Yes, it is. Can you imagine? Like, wouldn't that be a thrilling episode? Like, honestly, you've dedicated this time to listen to episode five of the Shake Up podcast with Candace Harvey, and she's talking about the importance of changing your favorite color. No, that's not what I'm actually talking about today. In this episode, though, I will be talking about the most important thing that you need to do if you are interested in creating lasting change. Right now we're talking about lasting change, not just this, you know, moments in life where you've done something and it's lasted a really short time and it's been freaking awesome while it did last. And then all of a sudden things just went back to the way they were. And that thing that you changed is just a distant memory, right? So we're not talking about that. We will be talking about the most important thing that you need to do if you are interested in creating lasting change. And that thing that I am referring to my friends is identity, which is a huge word and it has a massive impact, but it's also something that I'm not sure I entirely understood, right? Like I've heard the word and it's like, oh yeah, I kind of get it, but I don't think I understood the effect that it really does have on people and it's massive. And I guess the reason that I want to be able to talk about it today is because it really is that time of year where people tend to experience what I like to call the lock-in write-off. So this is really where people at the moment, anyone that I am speaking to is completely blown away by the fact that it's May already, right? Like no one has any idea where April went. It's like, oh, hi, it's April. Boop, just joking. It's gone, right? (laughs) I don't know where that noise just went. Boop, gone. But 2023 is just gone so fast. It's just absolutely friggin' flying. And in terms of this lock-in write-off, what can happen is that people sort of look at this time now and look at the rest of the year and just go, you know what, whatever happens, happens now for 2023. Like what will be, will be. We're kind of locked it in and we're just writing it off. Instead of looking what is really important to them, like really looking at what is important to me and making the changes that they, they need to change and making those changes last. Now, the majority of my clients that I work with They come to me initially because they're wanting to make change and they're just not succeeding, right? Which makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? You know, like you get in contact with a performance coach if you want to be performing better than you're currently performing. Very smart people who come to me. I love it. But they want to be doing things differently. That's really what their pull is, regardless of of what that actually is specifically, right? Like they either want to feel differently or they just want to change the way they're currently living their life, but they're just not changing. They feel stuck. 
and they're frustrated and they're just completely bloody over it by the time they get to me. But here's the really surprising thing. Quite often, it's how we define ourselves that can lead to either our success or stagnation in terms of achieving our goals, right? It's how we define ourselves. So Tony Robbins actually says a real famous thing and it's not really a quote, it's just what he says, but it's really, really powerful. And he says that the most powerful force in the human personality is the need to stay consistent with how we define ourselves, right? Like friggin' interesting. The most powerful force in the human personality is the need to stay consistent with how we define ourselves. So without realizing it a lot of the time, so often we are self-sabotaging ourselves by putting ourselves into boxes that don't actually allow us to change. Like we're doing that right? Like these boxes that are just strict with these beliefs that shape how we perceive ourselves. These beliefs end up controlling how we think, how we feel, how we interact with the world around us. And they also influence what we decide to do and also don't do in our lives. Now, people come to me completely frustrated and just over it saying things like, you know, I just can't get back into exercise, Candice. Or like I used to be really good at eating healthy and now I just can't. Or I waste so much time. Like there's just so many things I want to be able to achieve and I just waste so much time. Or I'm completely exhausted at the end of every day. Or I'm just not into reading, right? Like things like this can just come out of their mouth. Now, all of these labels or badges that they actually give themselves make it really hard to work through, right? Like if you keep telling yourself you can't get back into exercise, like good luck getting back into exercise. It's actually as simple and as complicated as that. Or telling yourself that you're not into reading when you have all these amazing unread books beside your bed. Like, I doubt if you repeatedly tell yourself you're not into reading that you're going to pick up one of those beauties of a book and start reading. The single most important element in understanding what drives a person is to understand how they identify themselves. Which is what today's episode is all about. It's really about rethinking how you currently define yourself. And if it's actually helping you to live your best life. And if it's not, we need to start tweaking it. We need to start thinking about how you are defining yourself. And if you do want to evolve, if you want to be doing something different in this one life of yours, we've got to start thinking differently. Now, in 2019, this was the year for me that I actually registered my first business. And this was a huge deal. I honestly feel like it was yesterday. Like just the whole moment for me just feels so real, so exciting. I mean, I never actually thought that I would own my own business. And I also had no freaking idea what was involved in running a business. All I knew is that you have to get a name and you need to register it. That's pretty much the extent of it to start with in terms of running a business. I was already coaching. I was working full-time in HR, but I was coaching. I was loving it. And I was like, next business. So I didn't know how to register a business. And I remember emailing one of my smartest friends who funnily enough, her name is Candace as well. I know, I know it's super cute. We have been friends since we were 14 and nine months when we started working at Hungry Jacks together. I know it's fun. It's actually one of those topics that if anyone is around the Hungry Jacks crew that we used to work with around that time, like even a million years later, If someone's around like my husband or other friends and we just start talking about Hungry Jacks, like good luck to them because we just can't stop talking about it. It's like these memories that are just so fun for all of us. I'm getting completely distracted. This is not on topic at all. This is what happens when I start talking about Candace. But Candace, my smart friend, sent me a step-by-step email on how to register a business and how to do it all properly, right? So I sat down to come up with my business name 
And I came up with a few and some of them were super freaking weird and some of them were okay-ish, but not great. And I remember every time I thought one was like good, I'd go out to my husband. I'd be like, how about this? And I'd verbalize it. And then as soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, nah, that is so not it. So I'd go back to the drawing board. I'd go back in my office and I came up with yellow Vera. And I ended up saying it really proudly to my husband and he agreed. He was like, you nailed it. And I was like, I absolutely do. Like yellow was just my favorite color and Vera was my middle name. It's my mum's middle name. It's my niece's middle name. It was my grandma's first name. Cute, right? In the family. Loved it. Yellow Vera. That was it. So I registered. I was obsessed. My coaching business was up. My branding was just incredible. Of course, the first next step, first next step was that I got merch, had to get merch, love merch, love it. And yellow was just everywhere. I've always loved the color yellow, like it's bright, it's fun, it's very Candace-ish, but all of a sudden people started to think that I was obsessed with yellow, like birthday presents were all about yellow, Christmas presents, yellow, random presents, yellow, my, um, is it not a bridal shower, I'm not very good with anything wedding related, but we had like a, a kitchen tea, no it wasn't that, something where ladies get together before your wedding the theme was yellow, which I loved, but it's like it couldn't be any other color. If it's to do with Candace, it just had to be yellow, right? Like if people saw something that was yellow, like anything at all, they would buy it and they would send it to me and they'd be like, I saw it, I thought of you because it was yellow. There's a lot of yellow things out there, ladies and gents. So it's safe to say I started to accumulate a lot of yellow. I even had this segment on Instagram for a while that was called Yellow Chair Tuesday because my beautiful family bought me an incredible yellow armchair for my birthday. And so everyone just assumed, rightly so, that I was obsessed with that color. And I started to act and show up like I was obsessed with the color. And I just became the girl who loved yellow. Like it just, it just happened. But it wasn't until I was about to go into my coaching business full-time, so leave my corporate job, go into my business full-time, that my coach at the time got me thinking about Yellow Vera. And she questioned it for a little while, like, you know, is this something that you want to keep? Do you want to be able to change the name? Are you tied to the name? And I was always very protective of it. Like, I didn't want to change the name. I was holding onto it like this loyal friend, like this friend who was there with me from the beginning, and I didn't want to let it go. But I also started to realize that... I started to almost like hide behind it, you know, like it was holding me back, which I didn't realize at the time. Like I thought it was just this fun brand and I was having a really good time with it, but I was hiding behind it. And as a business owner, I I found that it was obviously just me, right? Like it was just Candace from, not just, but it was Candace from Yellow Vera, right? So as opposed to allowing myself to just be Candace, you know, I also got married in 2020 and it felt like it was all coming together in a really good opportunity to drop the yellow and be Candace Harvey coaching. Like it all of a sudden just kind of like, you know, when that happens, when someone's been talking to you about something for a really long time and you're like, no, 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 thank you. Then all of a sudden you're like, actually, yes, <laughs> Like it, it makes no sense. And my coach was like, oh, okay, cool. Like she's got, it. I don't know what it was, but all of a sudden it just dropped and I was like, this is what I need to be doing. I wanted my business to keep growing. I wanted to keep feeling better in my business. And I now know that the key to building lasting change is focusing on creating a new identity first. You know, your current behaviors are simply a reflection of your current identity. And I was making my business unintentionally. Oh, I mean, I say unintentionally. You would look at it and go, it was clearly intentionally all about yellow. 
but it wasn't really. I just thought I was doing the right thing by having a brand and keeping consistent and having my colors and marketing and blah, 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 blah. But really, I was I was making it all about an old identity. You know, I was being the lady who loved yellow, which was great until I wanted to evolve. I wanted to be more than that. So I dropped the brand and I shook up my identity. And it was a really fun process. I had a lot of people letting me know that they were completely gutted that Yellow Vera had gone. It's like Yellow Vera had died. But I would remind everyone that, you know, Yellow Vera was just volume one and volume two is out now and it's even better, which is rare when it comes to sequels, right? Like usually volume two is a complete flop. But in real life, identity upgrades are usually always a lot better because a lot more thought goes into them as opposed to just holding on to the previous volume. So I actually did, I was going to share this with you in my show notes. I will do this. I will put this in the show notes for you because I did a video on Instagram the day I went from Yellow Vera to Candace Harvey. It is super cheesy. I'm pretty sure it was just when Reels came out and I was still getting like a handle on it. There's all these cute like yellow arrows at the very right time pointing to different Yellow Vera things. Um, but go and check it out. I'll put it, I'll put the link below in the show notes and you can do it. If you do go and have a look at it, just comment podcast below. It'd be really cool to see if you've actually gone to have a look at that just because of looking at this episode. I would love that. It's very cheesy, no judgment. Um, but it was a lot of fun. I used to love, I mean, I still do. I freaking love doing reels and videos. It's still so much fun. Those people out there who are like, I can't stand it. I still love it. I don't think that will ever leave me, but Who knows? Maybe I'll get over it one day. But right now, I bloody love it. But we want to be able to let go of the whole, this is how I've always done it. Or this is who I've always been. And we want to be able to make room for volume two and then volume three and volume four and just be able to keep going, keep evolving. If you actually stay in volume one, like so many people do, you actually start to feel disconnected. You know, like you're wanting to evolve, but you're staying where you are with the same beliefs and wondering why you just can't make changes. Recently, I actually had a beautiful client come to me and she's just gave up smoking after 30 plus years of smoking. And she knew that she was going to need a lot more support and to really stay connected to her why. So on her very first session together, we started talking about her old identity. So for for 30, oh God, spit it out, Candice, for 30 years, she was a smoker. It's actually when you're doing a podcast to like just be able to not make an error is really hard. So that's not going to be my jam on this podcast, by the way. There's going to be like where I say 40 and 30 and it all blows into one. That's probably going to happen a little bit. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, But for 30 years, my client was a smoker, like the lady who went outside and smoked. She was one of them, right? She was the lady who as soon as she woke up, she had a cigarette. And then she decided that honestly enough was enough for the final time. She was like, this is enough. She didn't want to be that person anymore. So we had to work through two different steps that I want to be able to share with you in this episode today. So the first step was decide the type of person that she wanted to be now. That was the first step. And then the second step was to prove it to yourself with small wins bit by bit, right? So first decide who you want to be. And this holds at any level, whether you're an individual, a team, a community, whatever you are, it's what do you want to stand for? What are your principles and values? What do you want to become? 
right? Now, these are really big questions. And especially if you're just going for this nice leisurely walk or you're in the car listening to the Shake Up podcast and it's like, oh, thanks, Candice. Like, yeah, I'm just going to decide the type of person that I want to be now. And people do not spend a lot of time on this. But I really want you to be able to, whether it's over the next few days, getting out a pen and paper and put at the top of the page, like, what is the type of person that I want to be? You know, spend some time on it. Many people struggle with this and don't actually know where to start. But you'll find that people do know what kind of results they want. You know, whether it's as as simple as they really want to have a six pack, right? And we're talking about abs, everyone. We're not talking about a six pack of beer, depending on what time it is, but no judgment. We're talking about a six pack of abs, right? Or they may actually feel like they want to just feel less anxious. That could be something that they really want. Or maybe they just want to double their salary. Like whatever it is, it's absolutely fine. I want you to start there and then work backwards from the results, right? So you want to work backwards and go from those results. You, What sort of type of person do you want to be? Like who is the type of person who gets those results? Ask yourself that. Who is the type of person that could get the outcome that I really want? You know, for me at Yellow Vera, I wanted to be a super authentic coach. That was really important to me. I remember in the beginning of my coaching business, like when I was working full time, so still working in corporate, and I wanted to make that leap to go into my own business. I remember saying to a friend, like, I never see or hear people talk about the leap. You know, you hear people talk about their success now and how much money they're earning now and how great life is now. But I never heard anyone talking about the really freaking tough bit in the beginning. And I wanted to be that person. I wanted to remind people that's not always easy and rainbows and butterflies and yellow all the time. Sometimes it's shit. Sometimes you want to chuck it all in the bin, but it's part of being human. So to be that person, I wanted to to dump the brand for now, you know? And I do say that for now because who knows what'll happen in the future, but for now, being Candace Harvey coaching just felt awesome. I could show up completely as me, like literally just hi Candace Harvey coaching, done, and not hide behind anything else. So that's the real first step with making changes and changing your identity. You really want to decide what type of person you want to be. And that's what my client had to do with smoking. It was really who is that person that she wants to be now? When you drop that label of being a smoker, who is that person that you want to be? Then proving to yourself is the second step, proving to yourself with small wins. Now, for my client who gave up smoking, she really struggled with this initially to really celebrate the weeks that went on where she didn't smoke. I found it freaking exceptional. And I was cheering her on going, this is huge for someone who has been smoking as long as you have. We're up to now week four, week seven, week like, and now it's just, she honestly is a non-smoker, which is just so freaking brilliant. I'm so proud of her. I know she'll be watching, watching, listening to this. So I am really, really proud of you. Um, But she was really scared about falling back in her old ways, you know, falling back to her old identity because she knew that identity so well. It's been around for a freaking long time, but we had to work on her new identity. And the more that she started to witness the good that she was doing, the more she started to get better at celebrating it. And the more she celebrated it, the better she actually felt, which is a funny thing when you start flexing that celebratory muscle, is the more that you acknowledge and appreciate the good that you are doing, the more good stuff starts to appear. And I would love for you guys to actually try that and let me know how it goes. Especially with working in my my peak state program, my one-on-one clients, even it comes up in corporate workshops all the time that really spending that time, I would love it to be on a daily basis. That's what I do. But a daily, weekly basis, if that's all you can kind of fit in, to really be able to reflect on all the good that you have been doing recently. 
you know, all your best bits, all the things that you're proud of, the things that make you smile, the things that you achieve or accomplish, and really allowing that to soak in for you to be able to go like, oh, I am doing a lot of good stuff. Because like I said, the more good stuff that you can actually sit and acknowledge, the more good stuff will continue happening in your life, which is pretty, pretty special, right? Here's the thing as well, is that when it comes to making change and living the best life that you could possibly live, what you do now is a mirror image of the type of person that you believe that you are, either consciously or subconsciously, right? What you do now is a mirror image of the type of person you believe that you are. It's a pretty big statement, right? But to change your behavior for good, you need to start believing new things about yourself, believing that you are an authentic person who doesn't need to hide behind anything, believing that you are a healthy person who used to be a smoker, believing that you can get back into exercise again, believing that you can be a runner if you really want to be a runner, or believing that you are someone who can start a business if that's what you want to do. Because in my experience, when you want to become better at something, proving your identity identity to yourself is far more important than getting amazing results. And this is especially true at first, right? You want to be able to prove your identity to yourself first, as opposed to focusing on amazing results. Because if you're looking to make a change, and then I absolutely would say to you, stop worrying about results and start worrying about your identity. Become the type of person who can achieve the things you want to achieve. And the results will absolutely come later. Right. So that is it for another episode on the Shake Up podcast with Candace Harvey. I hope this episode got you thinking differently. I would so appreciate again if you could hit that subscribe button and leave me a five star written review. Um, again, I, I feel weird asking you that each time. I think I'm going to get used to it, but maybe not. I still feel like a little bit of an Uber driver asking for five five stars. It always felt awkward when they would say that. And then I think they just stopped saying it. I don't actually get in Ubers as much as I used to. But the point is that the more that you guys are able to do that, share, it'll get in front of a lot more people, people who just need that shake up every now and again, like all of us. So until next time, have fun and shake things up.